In today's show, we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Lakers from a fantasy basketball perspective. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. We are here to talk about the Lakers. We spoke with Brian Kamenetsky earlier on from Locked On Lakers about a local perspective on this team. So let's have a look at the fantasy value, how busts and sleepers and all that sort of stuff projects out with this Lakers team. Let's get stuck straight into it. And let's start by looking at how their schedule looks for this upcoming season. 51 quality games, which is league average. You'd think the Lakers would have more, but no, just 51 games. They do have 12 back-to-backs, which is a league low, which is... Something that helps if you are considering drafting um, uh, Anthony Davis, who we know gets banged up plenty of times. LeBron James, who could get injured given his age. Russell Westbrook, given his quad and knee issues. But as I mentioned, speaking with Brian, I don't think they're just going to routinely sit these guys. Like You're not sitting every back-to-back. Like That's just not, I don't think, and neither does he, that is what's going to happen. But having only 12 back-to-backs is definitely what we could construe as a positive. In the playoffs, fantasy playoffs, default Yahoo leagues, 11 games for this Lakers team, a 4-3-4 schedule. In my recommended playoffs, which end March 20th, Yahoo's ends April 3rd. Uh, They've got 11 games as well, which is the most any team has, a 3-4-4 playoff schedule. So overall, a pretty good schedule for the Lakers, low back-to-backs, pretty decent playoff schedule as well. So if you are considering these guys, that is, I guess, a um, a tick in their box. Giggity. All right, let's go on to talking about some pressure points. So what can impact the projections here? I think Westbrook's impact is going to be one of the biggest things that we need to pay attention to. What does Westbrook do to not only LeBron James's possessions, usage, assist rate, rebounds, but also Anthony Davis's usage, assists, and rebounds? I think it's going to have to have an impact on all of them. Yeah, Westbrook will suffer a drop in usage. And as I talked about with Brian, I don't think he averages 20 points per game this season. And he definitely doesn't average a triple-double. But he will have somewhat of an impact on LeBron's rebounds and maybe one one or two of LeBron's assists. And Anthony Davis's assists, I think, will drop pretty far down. I think Davis's rebounds will fall off as well. It might improve his shot blocking or improve his um, overall scoring and efficiency, whatever. All that stuff can happen. But there is going to be somewhat of an impact. But maybe I'm underestimating the Westbrook impact. Maybe Westbrook comes in hijacks possessions, averages a triple-double, and Westbrook, sorry, and Davis and LeBron really slide back in terms of their assists and usage and rebound numbers. That's all possible, and I could be misreading that. So that is a possibility. Marcus Sol. Did that even play? Because I'm having, having some issues with my, uh, with my soundboard here. That didn't even play. Mark. Oh, there it is. Back, back in action. Let's try again. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, there's a rumor that maybe he retires, which... Is obviously far from great. Um, but if he does retire, then that helps Anthony Davis. He plays more at center. They wouldn't start Dwight Howard, I wouldn't think. They just start Anthony Davis. Maybe they start Howard and play him 18 minutes, but there's more Davis minutes. But then it helps guys like Trevor Ariza, Kent Bazemore, Carmelo Anthony, Taylor Horton Tucker. It's one guy out of the rotation where more minutes get to go into other places. So that is something 
that is an impact. And then the starting shooting guard, as I talked about with Brian, he thinks Kent Bazemore will start. I think Wayne Allington will start. Malik Monk could start. Taylor Horton Tucker could start. There's lots of different options that they can throw into that starting lineup at that starting shooting guard position, and it impacts what you do with that last pick in a draft. Maybe you do. Maybe they start Kendrick Nunn. I don't think they will, but they could start Nunn, and you take a flyer on him. They start Monk. You take a flyer on him. They start Allington. Maybe you need threes. He's a good streamer. Baysmore for steals and some threes. There is different options there, and that can impact how so much runs with that bench unit, and there are guys that may not even play you know, I'm, the guys that I'm not projected to even play at all might start. And then that throws everything way off in terms of the overall, um, in terms of the overall minutes projection and, and the statistical projection on this Lakers team. Guys, football has started. College football is going on right now. Pro football is starting next week. And the best place to place your bets is with Bet Online. That includes all of the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest. Open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. And be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And if you lose, your bet will get refunded up to $25 for new customers who sign up using the promo. Promo code NFL100. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports from football, basketball, boxing, and even your favorite Vegas casino games. So don't wait and take advantage of all the offers they have for the 2021 season. Bet online are your online sportsbook experts. This scenario might sound familiar to you. You've got your live TV that you watch sports on. You've got a streaming show for your favorite TV programs. You watch sports highlights on your phone. And then you've also got your neighbor's login password when you want, want to watch some of the other good stuff. It's just a clutter. Well, I want to tell you a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. All the, And the best part, there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. Let's look at breakout candidates on this team. I think, well, the only real two young guys on this squad, Kendrick Nunn sort of, um, are Taylor Horton Tucker and Malik Monk. Horton Tucker, they've just paid a decent contract to. He's 20 years of age. Maybe they start him, maybe they don't, but there's a real chance that he just becomes that good that they have to give him a 26, 27 minute a night role. I, I don't think it'll happen. But there is, if we're going to look at breakout guys on this team, I think that discussion doesn't quite start and end with him because Monk's in that list as well. But it's pretty close to starting and ending with Taylor Horton Tucker. An assist guy that can, let's hope you can hit some threes and get some rebounds, get some defensive stats as well. The shooting is going to be the big swing thing for Horton Tucker. While Monk, we know he's a shooter, but can he do anything else? And can he even be in the rotation? Because literally he could start and play 27 minutes a night or he might not play. If he d- develops an ability to be a secondary ball handler, a 40-plus percent three-point shooter, a not-terrible defender, then there is a role for him, or he might not play at all. But he could absolutely blow up into a key part, or he might just be a guy they throw in for emergency use only. Let's look at some sleepers, and uh, there's some interesting guys here. Now, in general, the Lakers guys don't normally get labeled as sleepers because we know the Lakers' popularity around the world uh, it tends to push their draft value up. There is a couple of situations here that are worth monitoring. Taylor Horton Tucker is at 316 on Yahoo. Now, I don't think that he's a must-draft player by any stretch, 
but he could he could easily be the fourth fourth best player on this team from a fantasy perspective. Very easy. And in deeper leagues, you need to pay attention to that. Last year, he was 230th in points leagues and he was 236th in category leagues. So I think he's got a chance to beat that with another year of development, more faith put in him from the front office with that contract and hopefully a role that is a little bit larger than what he saw last year where he played 20 minutes a night. So I think at that area, you've got to take a look at him. On fan tracks, Anthony Davis is all the way down at 112. He could very easily be a top, top first round player again, top five player again, very easily. Not saying you draft him there. In that turn of the first round is the right area probably for Anthony Davis. But at 112, you've got to scroll all the way down to go and find him, which is, uh, again, something that maybe not everyone uh, goes and does. And then LeBron James at number 41 on fan tracks. Fucking goat outside. It's just a goat. No, it's a fucking goat. Yes, it is a goat. LeBron James, he's at 41. Now, I don't think... Now, we're going to talk about LeBron in a second in the fantasy bus section, but at 41, that's that's ridiculous. You've got to take LeBron at number 41. He slid in the mock, first mock, mock draft of the season. I did. He slid a fair way. You know, I think he's a third-round guy, maybe back-end second-round guy, but you don't want to slide him down to 41. And in points leagues, he's he's probably you know a, a guy you take at the turn, maybe even back-end of the first round. So that number's pretty ridiculous on fan tracks. If we look at busts, LeBron is ranked at 12 on Yahoo. Now, if you're in a points league, I think I'm okay with that. If you're in a category league, there's no way I want to take LeBron at number 12. He's ranked at number 16 on ESPN, which I think is probably also a little bit too high, but I'm not as bad of that one. I think, again, he's more in that 20 to 27 sort of range, but you don't want to be looking at him at number 12, I don't believe. And then Westbrook comes in entirely too high. 18th on Yahoo, 17th on ESPN, and 8th on Fantrax. But in saying that, Westbrook, again, is a much better fantasy points league player. He was the number two points league guy last year. I would be pretty stunned if he's number two again. But top 20 is a distinct possibility for him in points leagues. So if you are in a points league, that Yahoo 18, ESPN 17, and Fantrax 8. Fantrax 8 is too high. But those Yahoo and ESPN numbers make sense. In a category league, I want nothing to do with it. I think he's going to have impact on your percentages. He's going to lose usage, rebounds, and assists this season from where he was last season. And I just don't want to be taking him in that middle of the second round type of range. I think there are better options out there. But again, as I stressed, in a points league, that's different. Take him there. No problem at all. Top 20 for him for sure. I think in a points league, but you know, top 40 maybe in category league. If you are punting free throws, he does gain some value and maybe that pushes him high, but I don't I don't want to do that in the middle of the second round. I think some other names that are worth mentioning here, Trevor Ariza is at 146. And while that yeah, makes him the, a last round pick or a second last round pick, you don't want to pick him there. So don't get fooled into looking at him on ESPN at 146. Kendrick Nunn's at 141 on ESPN and 138 on Fantrax. And while Nunn, can be good at times. The times that we saw him thrive in Miami was when everyone else was out or he was the lone ball handler and he just got a ton of usage because he's not a great defender. He's not a very good passer. He shot well, but I still don't have full confidence in that. But again, you're expecting him to come in and play 30 minutes a night if he's going to be ranked 141st. And he's just not going to do that, I don't think. Mallow on Fantrax is at 89. That's clearly a joke. It's a laugh. You do not touch Mallow inside the top 200. And Dwight Howard at 150. Now, maybe if Marcus Gasol does retire... Howard, you could look at, but you're not drafting him in a standard league. That's that's some foolishness to be uh, even considering that. And that ranking there at 150 for Dwight Howard would uh, would inform you that maybe that's a good idea. I think he's like a 200 sort of guy, 220. Maybe that does jump up in the situation where um, where Marcus Gasol does retire. Remember, he is an automatic punt free throw player uh, as he has been basically all throughout his career. Let's look at some deep league flyer types. 
Horton Tucker, we've talked about already. These are guys also maybe you consider last round of a standard league. Yeah, Horton Tucker, I think that upside is there. But it's probably likely that the Lakers have three top 50 guys and no other top 200 players. That's probably, that's how I've got to project it projected out. Horton Tucker's got a chance to crash through that. So you look at him as a deeper league sort of player. Deeper leagues as well. If Wayne Ellington starts, he could hit two and a half threes per game. And that has value as like a 16-team league type player. Yeah, Malik Monk, if he gets that role and hits two and a half threes, similarly, although his efficiency probably won't be as good as what the Duke Wayne Ellington's is. And then Trevor Ariza, again, I think he's got a solid role. I don't think he's as good as what that ranking on ESPN would have suggested, but in 18 and 16-team leagues, I like taking Ariza because his combination of three steals, defensive on-court ability, is going to have him with a pretty regularly sized role, I would imagine. Uh, on this Lakers team. So they're probably your later round guys, but there's so much uncertainty. I'm not that keen on Kent Bazemore, but maybe Bazemore gets a role ahead of Monk or he gets it ahead of Ellington um, or Mallow gets more minutes than Trevor Ariza. All this stuff is a possibility. This rotation, we just don't know. There's just so many different parts and pieces in this squad that it does make it quite difficult to try and figure out where, um, where everything is going to fit. But it's not difficult to find out where the best place is to buy parts for your car. And that is Rock Auto. You don't want to go to a local chain auto parts store. Stand in a queue and talk to the bloke behind the counter. And then he's going to charge you more money for that, that privilege. We don't need that. We can do it on computers, which we have at home or in our pocket, by going to rockauto.com. And why would you spend 30, 50, 70, even 100% more for the same parts? Rock Auto is a family-owned business. And they've been serving auto parts customers online for the last 20 years. So go to rockauto.com and look at all the parts and for your car all the makes and models, whatever your car is, find all those parts that you need, tail lamps, brake parts, motor oil, or even new carpet. And when you do make your purchase, make sure you write in the how did you hear about us box locked on so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And then, of course, the best tasting protein bar in the world. It's built by, you know that, my favorite flavor is cookies and cream, but you can try their double chocolate, German chocolate, orange, strawberry, raspberry, mint brownie, cherry bar sear, or just get a mixed box. And so you get to taste all of the flavors of Built Bar. But not only are they a delicious treat, but they are also good for you. 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. That is amazing flavors, but also really healthy and really good macros. So go to Built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, and you'll save 15% off an order of Built Bar Protein bar. So built.com, the promo code is locked15, L O C K E D 1 5. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Okay, so let's just go on now to the rest, like the players that we haven't spoken about. Now, Bazemore, as I said, he could be the starter. He did shoot pretty well last season for um, the Warriors, but he was also poor at other times here, and he stops in at Port in Portland and in Sacramento. Uh, and back in Atlanta a few years ago. He's had some... He's very much waxes and wanes. He's a guy maybe you can stream for steals if he's forced into a larger role or if they decide to play him a larger role, but fantasy-wise, he's pretty irrelevant. Uh, Roger Rondo is not going to play every night. Westbrook and Nunn are your one and two in terms of the point guards. Rondo will not play every night. If he is forced into a larger role, assists and steals is what he always brings, but he's just not going to be out there most nights. He even said as much that he's been brought into the Lakers as more of a mentor and not someone who's going to play every night. And then they've got their two two-way guys, Joel Iyayi and Austin Reeves. Again, I, there is absolutely no way these guys make any sort of impact. The Lakers still do have an open roster spot on this team. I don't know who's going to fill it, of course, but whoever it is, they've got 13 rotation guys already. You know, and this is meaning that you know, two, three of Rondo, Allington, Bazemore, and Monk aren't going to play each night. 
maybe throw a reason to that mix. Three of those guys on a 10-man rotation won't play most nights. So there is a lot of depth there. So whoever they bring in, maybe there's rumors they're bringing in DeAndre Jordan. Why, I don't know. Maybe Marcus Gasol's retiring. But yeah, the, whoever that last, that 14th guy is probably not going to have too much of an impact you wouldn't have thought. That'll do it for a Lakers fantasy preview. There's not a huge amount to talk about with this team. Again, with only real three relevant fantasy players with Davis, LeBron, and Westbrook. I think Davis is a good first round guy, early second. LeBron is probably mid, mid to well, probably late second round guy, but a first round guy in points leagues. And Westbrook, again, is a second round guy. Maybe you go first round guy in points leagues, but for category leagues, I'm looking as a third or fourth or maybe even fifth round player, depending on your appetite to deal with piss poor percentages. Don't forget, Follow this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. On YouTube, hit a thumbs up, leave a comment down below, ring the notification bell, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.